Welcome to C-Suite Radio. Idly hey! Welcome to another episode of The Brett Allen Show. Prepare to be astonished! A pop culture podcast. Join Brett Weekly as he interviews your favorite celebrities from film, <gasps> oh, television, back in business, baby. comedy, and much more. Inconceivable! Plus, you never know who will stop by. Dude, we are so gonna party! Now, here is your host, Brett Allen. Welcome in, everybody. Happy Thursday. It's another episode of the Brett Allen Show, a pop culture podcast where we talk to your favorite celebrities, comedians, influencers, designers, everything pop culture related, wherever pop culture hangs out. And today we have a fantastic guest. We were just talking before we started recording. I'm already having a blast. This is going to be a fun conversation. We have the amazing Kayla Methvin. She's fantastic. She is a fashion designer. She's an entrepreneur. Uh, she has a really cool background that's behind her right now. Kayla, welcome into the show. It's great to have you here today. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you guys for having me today. Big shout out to everyone who's listening. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. And thank you for having me on the show. Like, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. I'm very fascinated by what you do <laughs> for multiple reasons. Oh, boy. But... Uh, <laughs> but um, let's talk about this because you have a new line that is getting ready to be released or has been released. Well, before we do that, let, let's let our listeners in on a little bit about what you do. Um, you obviously are in the lingerie world, so this is probably going to be interesting to a lot of people. But I have a lot of questions like, are we going to do a men's line? I mean, what's the thing? But let's talk about what you do specifically for the listeners who might not exactly know what that is. Well, if listeners don't know what lingerie is, I really suggest checking out Victoria's Secret and getting your wife some, <laughs> you know, underwear. But rather than Victoria's Secret, go to www.madamkq.com and buy my pre-launch stuff because it's absolutely amazing. And trust me, your wife, your girlfriend, or your significant other will absolutely love it. For those of you guys who don't know exactly what a lingerie, lingerie designer is, so basically I grew up in Paris and I got my uh, bachelor's in fashion design. I got my master's in arts in Shanghai. And then I got my MBA in luxury brand management in Polimoda in Italy, Florence. So I, I got into lingerie. I fell in love with a man at a very early age at the French way. My mom passed away at a very early age, unfortunately, and it was really hard for me. Um, I was 14. I was really lost at that time, you know, Brett, and, and it, it broke my heart. And basically my choices were foster care or meet your father. So for me, I was like, well, I obviously don't want to go into foster care. So I'm going to meet my father for the first time. My father lives in Paris, France. So two days later, here I am in Paris, France. I end up going to the International Fashion, um, I mean, the International American Academy. After graduating, I decided that I was, what really made me happy was fashion and creativity. So I actually interned as a makeup artist one summer and I went to a Dior fashion show. And in that fashion show, um, when I saw the models coming out, I knew that my heart started pounding and I knew that was my calling. 
So right away, you know, of course, I submitted and, you know, I did all my interviews for S-Mode and I was like, you know, I definitely want to get into fashion. Did I know I wanted to be a lingerie designer yet? Absolutely not. So going back a little bit in the beginning of my teenage fun years in Paris, I guess, your adolescent years where we don't know very much, I fell for the bad boy and he was just so good looking and he bought me this beautiful pair of La Perla expensive clothing. And I was, my heart was in pieces. I was like, wow, what is this? I didn't even know what half of these pieces were. I was like, how does this strap go on? And what is the center in the middle? What are these stockings that connect? So, I mean, the French are very romantic, of course. Champagne, strawberries, lingerie. It was my first experience. I mean, I'm a Cali girl. I got blonde hair. Like, come on. I'm sun and fun and the beach all day. So it was a real different experience. And then learning barely how to speak French, there was the love language and then me just spitting out a few words. Oui, oui, d'accord. Okay. You know, now I'm bilingual, of course, but back then I wasn't. So when he bought me that first pair of lingerie and when I put on that lingerie, I felt so empowered as a woman. I felt that sexual, that beauty, that creativity. I felt empowered. I was like, wow, I look so beautiful and amazing. And the way he looked at me, it just, it, it, it just was like an imprinted in the back of my head. It was like, I still today at the age of 30, I remember 15 years ago, you know, and it was just absolutely an amazing experience. I think that all teenagers go through. And I think it was really unforgettable and it was snowing outside and it was French champagne. So I really got that whole lingerie kind of fairy tale. And that's what made me really go into studying lingerie. Now, most people think, oh my God, it's lingerie. I guess it's two cups and a strap. Yeah, right. Huh. Um, it took many years of experience. It's the hardest one um, to actually study due to the course that it, the woman's body it's so curvy. You really have to know how to work with the different laces and dentelles and the materials. And every single millimeter that is punctuated into the bra or into the underwear that is fitted has to be correct. If one stitch is off, the complete outfit is off. It's not like a t-shirt or a pair of pants where it's like, all right, I missed a little stitch. That's okay. No, lingerie right. is a very difficult thing to study. It's very hard. It's beautiful. You're making art on a woman's body. So for listeners who don't know that, now you do. And you kind of joked a little bit about, we joked about the Victoria's Secret thing, but in all seriousness, like it's not just, it's all about empowering women and sexuality. It's not just one thing that a lot of people might think, yeah. but it's, it's a very big deal. Like, like half my DMs and, think. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I can only imagine. I find it so fascinating because, you know, as a man, we go to Victoria's Secret and I remember the days where you would get a card in the mail. You could go in and pick out something free right. every month. It's kind of like mm -hmm. fun for the guys. Sure, of course. But for women, it's a really big deal, oh. you know, and we I, I don't think guys really think about it. You know, it's not this giggly schoolboy type of thing. It's like, this is a really big deal. And, you know, a lot of guys are like, I don't care. Get what you want. But really, it's not it about that. 
And lingerie, I feel, because I've had Tim Gunn on before, and we kind of talked about this a little bit, it's a very competitive space to be in because there is VS or whatever the other options are out there. It's it's a lot it's a lot bigger picture than I think people might understand. First of all, yes, going to Victoria's Secret is like going to IKEA. You go at 9 a.m., you get out at 6 p.m. It's a whole day activity for a woman. That is absolutely correct. I think men appreciate it, but I don't think they realize men um, or women. Um, I don't think that they they appreciate the fact of how long we can stay in that store to just get that perfect bra for you or that perfect sure. underwear or, or porchetel or corset. I've started speaking French now because when I speak about laundry, I speak in French. And it, yeah, we are trying on a lot of underwear to get you guys to have that perfect spark in your eyes. So yes, it's like going to Ikea and spending the whole day there except <laughs> pizza or meatballs at the end of the day. No, or or keep gasoline no. when you leave. Oh no, that's Costco, my bad. I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> and then you hit another great talking point about the competitiveness. So there are a lot of different lingerie stores. Uh, there's Fifi Chacanil, La Perla, there's Victoria's Secret, uh, there is a Kima Parnas. Um, there is, if you want to go into a lower, a lower um, amount of, of, an, of underwear, there's Princess Tam Tam, there's you know, Victoria's Secret, they're more like the Zara's of underwear. And I used to always work more with the celebrities directly and sell, you know, the $13,000 corset, the $1.5 million bra, you know, really work on extreme couture. That's what, that's basically what I studied. I went basically for the pearl thong. I was going for like the ruby bra made out of rubies, you know, and I realized after a certain amount of time, I kind of wanted to switch my paths on my career because I felt like in the American culture, it was a little different from the European. As much fun it was to dress personally celebrities and everything, I felt there was more of of a outreach to more influencers because now we're all on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok. And to reach all of these, um, and to reach all of this, you know, market, you need to be able to mass market yourself. A $13,000 bra, you know, on a celebrity's great. Well, what happens if we could produce for the millions at the end of the day? And America's all about, hey, let's get it on these influencers. You know, let's get it on all these people and let's mass market it to everyone. So everyone can, be, you know, have it. Everyone wants to feel the same way that that Victoria's Secret model felt when she was walking. So that's what's so great about companies like Fashion Nova and Pretty Little Things, that they give these influencers the opportunities to model, you know, uh, with different shapes and sizes, whether if, you know, they are extra small to extra, extra large, it gives women the opportunity to be an influencer and show these women the empowerment in lingerie that they have through a humongous platform worldwide internationally. And see, I wanted to kind of transfer into that because I felt my lingerie would do a, a much better performance in that way. Because I said, all right, this way is kind of a little bit old school. I need to catch up and go a little bit more this way to the mass market. And I'm having a lot of fun doing it. And with my new line, I'm just so excited to share it with everyone and see how it goes and see how women react, see how the men react, see how couples react, just just kind of get all their feedback. So it's an exciting time. And, you know, during COVID, especially to open a business and a new line, I kind of feel like a little success. 
because it's hard. It's really hard today. There are so many people that are not employed. There are so many people that are getting married, that are breaking up, that are not getting married, that are pregnant, that, you know. So it's nice to bring something positive and beautiful into the world during these difficult times for everyone. Yeah, it is a crazy yeah. time. It's just insane, to be honest. Yeah, I digress. It's crazy. It's hard to think, you know. And so the fact to people like yourself who did start a business during the pandemic or were able to launch successfully is a really big deal. And I think that was the perfect opportunity for a lot of people to be able to do that. One of the things that I find fascinating about your business is that you have concierge, if I'm saying that correctly, to where people can call and, or maybe FaceTime even, I don't know, to kind of like have people, virtual stylists (laughs) to kind of walk through the process. And so concierge sounds so serious, you know, my laundry concierge. What size bra would you like? Yes. (laughs) You're not, you're not ordering cable. We'll post that to your door immediately. Yeah. <laughs> you gave me a great idea. I'm going to tell my assistants to get right on it. <laughs> there you go. Like, hey, if I can get McDonald's delivered in 30 minutes for my kid, why not underwear? So let's talk about how people can connect and get in touch with the virtual stylist and sort of walk through the process of finding something that works for them. So basically, you just go on the website and automatically it will just like pop up. Someone will start chatting with you. And it's 24-7. And then we also have the contact information page where you can email us directly. I personally read the emails myself, which most uh, designers don't. But I feel that it's really important to be authentically connected with your audience and to hear everyone's voices. A lot of designers will usually pass it on to their design team or their marketing team and just be like, Ugh, I don't care. But for me, I take it very seriously. So... That is um, basically how you can get in contact with us directly. Also through my Instagram, all my DMs are written by my social media team. It's either written by me, my assistances. So a lot of people have access to it, but (laughs) so there's not really a lot of privacy there, but obviously, you know, a lot of people come up to me. They're like, Hey, Kayla, I love this. I saw you wearing this in this article. I saw you got paparazzi here. Where can I buy this? Very simple. Also on my bio link, you can just go to www.madamkq. So it's pretty all over the place. And I've posted quite a lot on it. Yeah, it's fantastic. And this current line that's been released is the future of EDM. Let's talk about that. And festival season's coming. You have this idea to create things to celebrate that. What is that all about, Kayla? I met this guy right before COVID hit and he was working for EDM at the time. And he approached me and he was like, you know, you should really design EDM clothing for the masses. And he's the one who gave me the idea. I was going to go ahead and work directly with a company um, as a, as a designer, an exclusive designer. But then COVID hit, everything hit. So I was like, okay, let's, you know, ignore this contract right now. Let's kind of just concentrate on uh, Madame K's launch right now. And then, you know, take it to the next level and go like worldwide to the masses with, with that particular company, which I cannot say. But yes, it is an EDM company that wanted me exclusively. But after he left the company and then and then uh but the whole thing with COVID happening automatically the contract got 
cuts. So cuts. I said to myself, all right, rather than blowing up right now, because we're still in the middle of this whole COVID chaos, you know, the whole vaccinations and everyone getting COVID on and off. And I said, let's just wait till it calms down and let's just start a little pre-launch right now. Let's get people aware of the brand. Let's get like everyone like really hyped up about it for all the festivals that are coming out in 2022. And if you are coming out at the end of the year, I think we have Coachella, what, I think in October. There's a lot of little festivals happening in Texas, Arizona, Miami, Vegas, pool parties, uh, whether it's in Berlin or whether it's, uh, you know, wherever it is, I'm going. I definitely do want to work straight for this company in the future. But right now, I feel like let's just do the small pre-launch. Since we're all going through this whole COVID thing, let's wait for it to just blow off because I know the whole world is waiting for it. And let's get serious and let's have some fun and let's get naked with Madam K and put on my lingerie. Like, seriously, like, what are we doing? I want everyone to dress in my stuff, go rave in these amazing outfits and just have a good time listening to music with our friends and just, you know, going back to the olden days, which are just like three years ago. I love it. One last question. I know we kind of talked about this earlier Have you ever considered moving into the men's space at all with designing that sort of thing? Or are you just focusing on this at the moment? So I already have the whole woman's line already until February. So I was definitely thinking if everything goes well and all the festivals open, we're definitely going to do like exclusive um, uh, collaborations with men designers. So like if I was to do a design, for example, with Steve Ioki, I would sit and draw with him. Wow, that's so exciting. Yeah, so it'd be like Madam K times Steve Aoki. So Madam K, play all day. (laughs) Absolutely fascinating. I love it and very beautiful pieces. Kayla, if people want to connect with you, find out more about what what you have and and just all of that, how can they do so? 1-800-MADAM-K. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, no, we have a line and I know we launched just yesterday so I'm not sure what the number is but I will definitely put that on my Instagram thank you for bringing that up but yes you can just connect with me at Madam Methven uh, at Madam Methven my Instagram um, DM me or you can go to www.madamkq or you can reach uh, kellykpr.com or you can Instagram my uh, publicist. You can also reach me by email at Kayla at Madden So there's a lot of ways to reach me, or I can just give you my address if you'd like. I love it. This has been a lot of fun. Thank Kayla, thank you for joining me today. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. It was such an honor. It was such a, this was such a great talk. And I hope to see you again soon and maybe hopefully do that tour of my house. That brings today's show to a close. Goodly do. Thanks for stopping by. If you enjoyed the episode, feel free to share it with a friend and subscribe. It's absolutely free. The views and opinions of the guests do not necessarily reflect those of the host. Autobots, roll out. Go home.